What's up, everybody? We're back again with another edition of Beers on the Gridiron. I'm your host, Connor the Cat, with my co-host, as always, Mr. Tommy Tomatoes. Uh, hey, how you doing? Tommy. Connie. Well, before we get into everything, you know, we're back on the beer review. We are. You know, we, we reviewed the last two times, I believe. Yes. Uh, today, we're going back to an old favorite, uh-huh. uh, old favorite brewery. Uh, in Cape May Brewing Co., which if you've listened to the podcast, uh, you know that's our that's our spot. Absolutely, that's, that's our favorite brewery, homegrown, locally. Yeah, homegrown, especially love locally. Um, we we absolutely love it. The the Coastal Evacuation Double IPA, is, the goat of is, IPAs, in yeah, my opinion, is, is our our top tier. Yes, beer that and Juice Bomb is yeah. up there for me. That and Juice Bomb are my two favorites yeah. of all time. Yeah. Um, but today we are drinking. Uh, sea Chest from yes. Cape May Brewing. Um, it's a New England style IPA, uh, very hazy, 7.4% uh, alcohol. Take a sip. Delicious. It is very delicious. delicious. Is that your first sip, too? Was that? That was your first sip? First sip. Oh, dude, it's, it's pretty good. I, this is like my, like, you know, I've had a couple sips here. Yeah. And uh, I'm not really enjoying it. Yeah. Very, um, you can taste like the honey. Like yes. There, there's like honey infused, um, you know, kind of like a flaky oat vibe to it. Um, I was going to say, like, you see like the fruit, like a little blend to like pineapple, lime, coconut. Yeah. I taste more of the orange, like sh- the orange yeah, twist, you know? Yeah, there's a citrus in there. But yeah. I, I, I definitely taste the cashmere. Yeah. That's like very, very uh, strong. I like a lot too. 7.4% alcohol volume in this. Which is like... A, perfect it is like you know it depends on what you're doing but like if you're out like golfing or like just on like a like kayaking like out on like a nice summer day just relaxing like probably like 6.5 is like what you're looking at as your standard like you know this is like a little bit more than your typical light beer but not like overbearing 7.4 7.4 is like, that's my stuff right Yeah, now. I mean, it's good. I mean, I can only find the one pint, which is actually good for us yeah, because it's, it's more. And yeah. uh, we can, can put this right in the fucking slot, exactly. you know? <laughs> right in the slot. Yeah. Like the exactly. Yeah. And, and again, 7.4 is like the perfect in between because like 6.5 is really nice, but sometimes for me, you know, not enough. And then, you know, when I have like my 8.6s, I, I tend to get a little. I, I tend to get cut off at uh, at breweries. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it that way. You know, yeah. to, some of those will sneak up on you. Exactly. Oh, do I hear fast. you? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and you won't you won't notice it too because like some of them don't really taste that strong, mm-hmm. and you'll just be down in them. And you're like, oh, like this is nothing. This is yeah. delicious. This is nothing. And the next thing you know, you're, you're knocking over a table full of glass. And, you get up from your yeah. seat and you're like, oh, whoa, yeah. wait. <laughs> kids screaming at you. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep, yeah, you're cutting so, kids in the food line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stealing their lunch money. Survival mode just turned on. <laughs> and then, but it's always a good time. Yeah, always yeah, a good time. Yeah, yeah. But seven point four is like right in the wheelhouse. Yes. Um, and I, I really, I actually really enjoy this beer. I'm another. I do too, actually, drink. man. Yeah, like you said, very hoppy, um, a little fruity, which I, which I really like too. It's got it all. Yeah, it's it's smooth, and you see it's best paired with on the side of the can, which I love that I Cape love May that does that. I, lo- I wish more uh, brewing companies would do that. Yes. So it has a grill, so just ch- chill and grill with yeah. your boys, you know, doing that. Then you got uh, looks like a taco and uh, an orange. Yeah. Which uh, I could definitely see that too, sense. because yeah. an orange pie would make this pop more. Yeah, I could see a nice little orange peel. Right on this thing. Mm-hmm. Like a nice like glass. Absolutely. Yeah. It, you know what? It tastes like a, a 
Yeah, it's yeah. just like a strong yeah. blue moon. Yeah. You know? That's that's definitely the vibe I Which is good, which is good. Very good. So you ready to rate? I'm ready to rate. Okay, so I'll go first. Um all right, give, give me give me a second. Let me just get another yeah, sip yeah. here. Seven point seven. I had seven point eight. Yeah, I like 7. it. I was 8. gonna give it like the alcohol volume in it, like seven point four, and yeah. I was like, you know what? Let's take it up a couple yeah, notches because I think it deserves a little bit more. It's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I give it a seven point eight, which is a very strong score in on, on our rating scale. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So Connie, beer review done here. What are we gonna jump into a little bit? So Some stuff I, around the league first, and yeah, then the draft is a week away from tonight. Oh god. I love how quickly this time has gone. Because, like, usually when you're, like, so prepared and so anxious for, like, something to come, it takes forever. Mm -hmm. I feel like this last month, month and a half has flew by. I agree with you. I feel like I blinked. Exactly. And I'm, like, right here. Exactly. Which, which is awesome. I'm so excited. And, like, the week before the draft is the best because you're, like, oh, like, now it's finally here. Exactly. Here and all of the little rumblings and everything. Yep, yep. Um, so it's it's very exciting. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I figured we'll, we'll do uh, a mock draft. Uh, Thank God. Today. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of a issue last week. Oh, yeah, let me actually touch up on that. I sincerely apologize. I don't know what was going on with my technical issues and stuff, but if I'm sure you guys probably noticed last episode, it kind of just stopped. And then we started recording a mock draft afterwards, and uh, for whatever reason, the first part of our mock draft did not upload, and then we were stuck with, like, you know, picks 17 to 32. So, hey, earmuffs, I fucked up. <laughs> so, what won't happen again. I should be better at this. We've been doing this over a year now. I should be better, but we'll run you through our mock draft 1.0 really fast. Like, Connor, Connor did the great thing and actually took a picture of it, so we have that saved, and then... We'll just we'll do another one because I can't get enough of it. So yeah, but um, before we get into that, because that's going to be like the the dearth of uh, this episode, uh, just want to touch on like just some around the news stuff real quick, which is really only one player. Yes, uh, maybe two. Like the only other one to think of is is Kyler Murray. Mm -hmm. um, today, actually, only a few hours ago, uh, Cardinals GM came out and said there's zero percent chance that he's being traded. Yep, and Kyler followed that up actually retweeted or quote tweeted um and said uh, i want to win super bowls with like with cardinals arizona's home um and then you know with the little 100 emojis so it looks yep. like that's all settled and um, that's i mean i don't know about you guys that's what i figured was going to happen kyler really didn't have any leverage nothing uh, and and not you know even if he did I, I really think that arizona is the right place to stay for them they they have a good core of players that they can build on. Yep. They're in the NFC. Obviously, they're in the NFC West, which is a very tough division. It is. Um, but it could like, get easier. Yeah, could, could get easier. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they're, they're a playoff team. Like, they are. They're a playoff team. And in the NFC, you never know. Yes. You, you never – I mean, well, at least right now. Is Although they, they lost yeah. a decent amount of, like, players and stuff, like, you know, to free agency and such. They, they, they lost a few. But yeah. I think, like, again, Christian Kirk, I think Ronda – like, that was always the plan when they drafted Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore fills right in. And I honestly think Rondell Moore has a higher ceiling than Christian Kirk. I would agree and, with that. And I, and I was high on Christian Kirk coming out of the draft. But yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm more of a Rondell Moore fan. I think he has more potential. I'll sign off on that. Yeah. yeah. They re-signed A.J. Green, um, who, if hey, if he can give you what he gave you last year. Did they? 
didn't. Okay, so the, I missed that. Yeah, so that, that was yeah. yesterday. Okay, fair enough. Um, yesterday or two days ago. But, yeah. Uh, That's a good signing for yeah, him because he actually performed very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he exceeded my expectations. 100%. Um, you know, you're going to have D-Hop. I thought it was going to be like a Julio Jones situation, yeah. you know, in, in Tennessee. But, yeah. You know, hey. And, hey, I mean, look, it, it, the draft, like, unlike any other sport, any other major sport, like, the draft is some, like, it, it is three, three days where you can – significantly significantly improve <laughs> improve um i'm losing it no you're good you're good significant sound it out significantly <laughs> improve your roster like of course a lot of people I, are I, a lot of guys are going to wait till post draft to sign with the team yeah tyron matthew probably being one um who else is out there my god um there's a couple other veteran corners yeah, that i'm, I'm not really thinking corners. of right now um i know there's a big notable one but it's gonna bother the shit out of me, but we'll, uh, we'll let it go. Gilmore signed with the Colts. Yeah, he did. Um, he did. I uh, like that fit for him. Yeah, by definitely. The way. Um, but I mean, like, just the draft. Like, look, guys are ready to come in and be a factor right away too. Uh, like throughout the draft, this is a very deep draft class. Um, so I mean, you're only gonna get better. So I think sitting at staying at Arizona was the right move, and not that I expected otherwise, but. I'm glad that that little saga's done. Where me, it's me too. Continue drama like with the Aaron Rodgers thing. Like, you know, I think it was all pretty stupid to begin with. But yeah. I'm glad it didn't drag out. Like, whatever Kyler, you know, maybe frustrated, whatever he came to his senses. That's done. Good. We're glad. Yes, I'm still over Aaron Rodgers. By the way, uh, yeah. There's too much time everybody's spending talking about him and stuff for him to just be like, hey, I want to stay. Oh, and I knew Devontae Adams was leaving. It's yeah. just it's just weird. I mean, yeah, well, have fun throwing Sammy Watkins this year. Yeah. And, and By the way, Randall Cobb. did you see that, like, um, they had this – I forget where they had somewhere where it's, like, uh, best, like best GMs around the league. Uh, oh, oh, I oh okay. They, they had, like, the um, league reporters vote, like, best GMs around league around the league, and Gutenkust was up there. I don't know how that's and, – and, uh, who's the who's the GM in Baltimore? DaCosta. Uh, yeah, yeah. He wasn't even on there. I, Ooh, he's unbelievable. First off, the Ravens have never had a bad season. Never. Like, never had a like. I'm thinking Kyler, Kyle, Kyle Bowler. Like, yeah, really. Twenty honestly. years ago, like, yeah. it was like the Ravens have never had a bad season. I know. They only have one Super Bowl, but like that was during the Tom Brady and New England era. Like, right. And and Peyton, like yeah, you know, tough, very tough to get through. But they, how many AFC Championship games did they go to? Oh god! Yeah, they probably, don't miss, probably handful, They don't right? miss the playoffs. No, they, they don't. don't that, that's one thing they do not yeah. do. Yeah, miss the playoffs and stuff. Yeah, I, the, and the Packers, like, let's just say, if they built the team the right way, and, and sure, like you can look at Aaron, you know, not being great in the playoffs, but if you built the team the right way, when you had every every opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. You could have been looking at two, three more Super Bowls. Oh yeah, if the Costa was in Green Bay right now, that team For would have sure. won multiple Super Bowls. Multiple, in my opinion. They were always in balance. They either had a strong defense or a strong offense. Yep. And whenever they had a, a strong defense, their offense was like it would overcompensate because of Aaron Rodgers, uh, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Jones. Right. They had every opportunity to give him a number two and even a better number three. Never did it. Nope. Like, just never did it. The, the tight end situation after, like, Jermichael Finley. I was going to say, yeah, man. I, I was like. They were lucky. They went from Bubba Franks to Jermichael Finley. I, I, know, I know. And Bubba Franks would never survive yeah. in today's NFL, too, by the way. I, oh, I don't of think he would. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Totally different. But 
you know, you have two very like, you know, franchise like Hall of Fame, like Ring of Honor type of players. Exactly. And, and yeah. one Super Bowl to show for him. That's it. I mean, Tony made that bad. No, no, he, yeah. he's not. He's not bad. But I'm saying, but that's also like the last two years, and I mean, like, he, he, he's not that bad. But considering you know some of these other tight ends, like, is he? He wouldn't be that bad if they had better receivers, like, right. like where they can they don't have to rely on him that much because he's easy to shut down. Yes, like he's not like. Kelsey or Kittle or Gronk, like he'll make some big plays every now and then. I like I I, I like Tanyan, but right. th- you can shut him down real quick. I've watched it like because I had him in fantasy last year, and like watching games, like getting excited because he shows glimpses. Like when they want to shut him down, a team can shut him down. Am I am I am I weird slash stupid for saying this? Tanyan is the perfect tight end that I want. Yeah. You know, because like it's I would really typical. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't care to have like a Kelsey or a Kittle or something like he that. Literally is I would like someone in the middle. He's literally you know? like from the mold of Kelsey and Kittle. He's yes. just not as athletic. Exactly. And, because but he can yeah. block better. And he really you don't think so? Uh, no, I don't. Oh wow. Well, not that not the Kittle. Kittle Kittle's a I don't think animal. he blocks better than Kelsey. No, he doesn't block better than yeah. Kelsey. I, but, but that's not a knock on it. I no, think they're both, they're both very good blockers. So. All right, fine. You call that block. Yeah, but 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 again, that's not saying that he's a bad. He's a good blocker. Like, he is a good blocker. He's a high like he can do it all. He's one of those tight ends that look. I think he's better than at least half the league to probably seventy five percent of the tight ends in the league. Okay, so I'll make right, him tight yeah. top ten, right? Yeah, I would yeah, say so. All right, cool. All right, um, I agree with that. I like that. But yeah, he but, gave, he gave Aaron Rodgers no favors yeah. the entire time. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, the the one thing that we did here we are talking, talking about, about Aaron Rodgers. I know, I know. We we just <laughs> jump back into it. We get, we get hot. Yeah. But the the one thing that I did want to touch on before we get into the mock draft stuff is the obvious Debo Samuel news. Yes. And we were briefly talking about this off air, and I gotta say, I am very confused. Okay. Very confused. Uh, and like, I, I don't I, know if I can help you, but you yeah. Know. <laughs> so I get that, like, you know, we're seeing a trend now where, um, and I hate, like, I hate referring to this, like, like, I, I'm not even going to do it actually, but <laughs> the, the, these players, I feel like, are, I, I, let me preface this by saying, I think that there there should be more control with the players, um, kind of like how it is in the NBA, like where like you know star players like they're gonna dictate like they're not just gonna like sit back and let things happen. Like if they're in a situation they don't like, they're gonna dictate their way out. Yeah, like listen, this team sucks. Yeah, like, yeah, I need yeah. This like, and this. I'm gonna get out of it, and yeah. like I, I I want that. I absolutely think that the NFL needs that because I think that that's you know, that they've been blocked from doing that for so many years. And I think there's finally been a shift in the last few years where they're able to do this because you're seeing franchise pieces move left and right, and you're actually seeing more trades, which is nice in the NFL. It is. But with that being said, I don't – I think it's like almost happened too much where – I'm not going to say the players have too much control, but I feel like some are very entitled – like, that's what it feels like. It feels like they're entitled and, they, like, 
they just wake up one morning and feel like, ah, like I'm going to take, like, I don't know if they think things through because like this Debo situation, it kind of came out of nowhere. Like there was like a little bit of a rumor, but like, there's always rumors. Of like course. People are like, okay, just making stuff up. And you're like, in two days, you're going to see Debo come out. Like, man, that's just like the, the media talking. Like, you know, I, like I, I want to be here. Yeah. I'm cool being here. And so. then he came out that no, he wants a trade. He wants out. Yeah. Jeff Darlington like, came out then, with that news. And then it was like, I was like, okay, well, maybe San Francisco doesn't want to pay him the money he wants. And I was like, that's a very reasonable reason to want out. Right. Turns out, no, they're ready to pay him now. And it was like, what could it be? What what's what's going on here? And then it said that he doesn't want to play the wide receiver running back hybrid role, which is really what confused me because Yeah, but the whole thing is strange then. Well, what's strange about it is the running back hybrid role that Kyle Shanahan implemented using you as it's not like you were used like this in South Carolina, uh, South Carolina, right? Like you weren't used like that. Like the you were used this way because Kyle Shanahan saw value in it and it worked and you were one of the most, if not the most offensive, like dynamic offensive weapons in football last yes, year. Yes, he was. Because of that. Yep. So that increased your value tremendously and is what is going to lead to you getting more money and you being viewed as a top player in the league. Now you take that away and like, I, I, I don't know. Like, do, do I still think you're a great player? Absolutely. But I don't think you're like right now with you having that role, that dual role. I look at you as an elite offensive piece. He is. If you take away that running back, like that, like that running back, um, you know, factor in there, I I don't know. Like I I think that you're just like another good receiver, which there's plenty of in the league. And I'm not going to say you're like I don't know expendable, but you're not not expendable. Like you can be replaced. Like it's right. not like you're this like amazing route runner or you know what whatever it is. Like you know, there's plenty of receivers that can do what you do, but your value comes in to, in the run game where a lot of other receivers can't do that. Right. You don't see them do that. Devontae doesn't do that. No. Tyreek doesn't do that. It takes a certain athlete to be able to. Excuse me. <clears throat> takes a certain like athlete to be able to do these things. And I'll just like read you up on his stats real quick. What? So 2021, he had 77 catches for 1,405 yards, um, which averages 18.2 yards a catch, which is fantastic. Would like this one to get more tutties with that kind of information, with that, um, you know, um, reception yards ratio there. But his rushing, he rushed the ball for 59, he rushed the ball 59 times for 365 yards, which is good for 6.2 yards per carry. Which is fantastic, literally. Yeah, like, fa- that's, fantastic. That's like, so, what's stopping you from getting like a Taysom Hill contract? I, I, you know, I, I, where I, you could be, where you could be like, hey, if I'm going to be used this amount of times as a running back, okay, fine, I'll get paid that. Like that's that whatever. It's still good money. And then if I get like somewhere in the middle, like like X amount of snaps for wide receiver, then meet make the two meet in the middle, yeah. like something like that. There's it's so gonna, much you. Can it's do. so complex and complicated, and but stuff it like that, But it does happen. Yeah. yeah, it happens, and I don't understand why that i don't know and also be careful what you wish for dude that's what i'm saying that's like, that's my big thing yeah. it's like kyle shanahan and like not saying that like you know you did like 
you you went out and did it. Like you were fantastic. Right. But I'm saying Kyle Shanahan made you into what you are now right. in terms of that scheme. If you go to like some of these other teams, one, like a lot of these other teams, you're not going to be the number one receiver at. And two, you shouldn't be. And and two, I mean, like there's there's a decent amount of teams where he would maybe he would be or at least compete for the one A one B. But there's a lot of teams that he wouldn't be. And two, like, you know, with that, like, that diminished value of you saying you don't want to be used as a running back at all, like, teams would be like, all right, well. Um, but then why was he doing on, it? Like, what did they, what did they, they just made him do it? Yeah, like, what, you know? That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, you're not going to be used like that on other teams, but and then he you're seemed, not going to get the money that you were going to get. Like, he seemed pretty happy doing do. it with the whole, like, you know, with the walking with the boom box, like I, I, the way I, they would come out of the tunnel and stuff like that. He's right at the front of the line with Trent Williams. I really don't He's all happy doing it. I really know? don't understand. And, like, in my mind, too, like, I was trying to, like, make sense of it, like, thinking, like, is it, a like, a risk of injury thing? And I was like, it can't be because you're you're, you're out on the – for me, that's the same thing as, like, the, the punt returning – like, obviously, you don't want your star player to be a punt returner. But, like, when they were like, oh, I don't want him out there getting injured, I'm like, you have the same probability of getting injured running a route across the middle, yes, if not more. I yeah. was like, I was like, it, it's football. Like, you're, if you're going to get injured, you can get injured doing anything. So, yes, I, I don't really – You get injured planting your foot in the and, wrong and, way, you know? And, and it's not like he's getting 20 carries a game, 15 carries a game. Right. Like, what was his – can you see what his – uh, yeah, let me break it down by game for a second. Hold on a minute. Game logs. That's what I want. Okay, so his highest carry a game was eight times, which is in week 10, week 13, and week 17. He carried the ball eight times. Okay. Playoffs. Uh, he attempted to run the first game in playoffs ten times, second game ten times, and third game ten uh, seven times. Wow, okay. Playoffs. It's... Yeah, playoffs are really uptick. That's where everyone kind of had their eyes on it. But you know? but but again, and yeah, sure, it's playoffs. You're gonna do whatever but you're gonna win. Here's the thing: the uh, playoffs in game one, two, and three, he had three receptions, three receptions, and then four receptions. So he's being he was being used more. But at the same time. Point. San Francisco's a run first offense. They are, and so maybe the, I, I don't know. Maybe let's see. Actually, I, I, I just I don't know. Let I me do some quick math for you. Hold on. Okay, let me see how many games he had more rushing attempts than catches. Uh, this isn't okay. Week ten, he had more rushes than catches. Week eleven, he had more rushes than catches. Week 13, he had more rushes than catches. Week 14, he had more rushes than catches. Uh, week 16, more rushes than catches. And week 17, more rushes than catches. So, I mean, when week what, 10 turned on, he was more developed into a runner at that point. With, with the outliers, week 15, where he just went off on Tennessee yeah. and had like nine catches for 159 yards, which is just bloody awesome. <laughs> but other than that, I mean – I can see. I mean, I can see where his frustration is. I mean, I get like, I, I guess, but I mean, at the same time, like you're getting the ball, like you're increasing your value because of what right you were doing. Like, but that, you're gonna, you're being paid. Well, I guess it, it just matters. Like you're going to be paid like a 
like a hybrid running back slash wide receiver. I, you know? I, I don't look at it like that. I think that like you are getting like you are getting wide receiver market money and you're going to get more because you're versatile. I don't think it's like going to be like, oh, well, you're half a wide receiver, half a running back oh, yeah. in the middle. I think it's like, hey, your position, you're a wide. Because, again, position like where you, what you were listed at, that's all that matters. Leonard Williams, who played a lot of interior defensive line, he got a contract like when they were franchise tagging him for defensive end because yeah. he lined up there. Like, And make no mistake, um, he did have – on the year, 77 catches for 1,400 yards. Exactly. Which you're, is a wide, just, you're a wide receiver. Yeah. Like, you are a wide receiver. So, you're going to get paid like a wide receiver, but you're also going to get added value for being, like, being able to do other things. Just like guys that are your wide receivers that are also pri- your primary kick returners, your punt returners. Like, obviously, it's different because you're not getting as much, but you probably get an extra mil or, like, depending on – what your value is as a wide receiver. Yeah. You probably get an extra mil to three mil if you're also going to be a primary kick returner, which you don't see as much nowadays. But back in the day, um, what's his face? Uh, uh, Josh Gibbs. Okay. Yeah. Like he he got he got he was more used as a punt returner than he was a wide receiver. Yeah. But like he got money. He was like, awesome watching yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. That's when the kick return was fun. Yeah, that's when it was fun. Yeah. Now I think they should just abolish all of it. Yeah, just do away. Like, hey, you got a touchdown, kick the extra point, we'll start on 25. Well, I, I just think they should be done with it because you don't see a punt that there's not a flag on. Like, this is true. I, I, li- I mean, I like, like, you know, punting and, like, because it has a lot to do with field position and everything like that. And then, yeah, you can have your exciting, like, Dante Hall, Devin Hester run back. Like, I love that, and I wish that we could have more of that, but there's always a hold. There's always a block in the back. Like, it's more on the refs. Let the boys be boys, okay? You know, you don't need to call every little every little thing unless it's like, like real, real obvious. Yeah, yeah. So, just like we brought, I was curious because we brought up the whole punt returns, kick returns. So last year there were eight thousand five hundred fifteen punts. How, just guess how many of them went for touchdowns? One. Wow, you're really you're really aiming low, huh? Yeah, fifty. What? what? Yeah, 50. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again? There were 8,515 punts, and just 50 went for touchdowns, which is 0.59%. There were 50 punt returns for touchdowns? Apparently so, yeah. That's crazy. Oh, sorry. I apologize. I can't read, apparently. This is college football. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was like, there's no way. I apologize. Reading it's hard. There's no way. Now, now I'm really curious. I gotta look. Yeah. Okay, uh, how many punters for touchdown year by year? Not year by year leaders. I don't want that. Jakeem Grant brought, brought back one last year, and that was a league lead. So probably probably around that. Yeah. To be honest with you, one. Okay, you're right. I think one. Yeah, one. Jakeem Grant. That's it. And kick returns, one. Brandon Powell, LA Rams. Wow, two so returns. So I, I was right. Was yeah, one. you're right, yeah. Okay. yeah. I was going to say, I was like, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. reading, it's, it's hard, people. Yeah, it <laughs> you should go with the center for kids that can't read good. And, and for kids who can't do other things, good too. <laughs> this is center for ants? <laughs> Derek, it's just a model. I don't care. <laughs> it needs to be at least three times bigger. <laughs> 
He's absolutely right. <laughs> uh, Zoolander. Classic. Just a classic. So anyway, I agree with you, man. Do away with the punt return, kick returns. Don't even tie that into like future contracts, like you know, wide receivers or corners or whatever you want to put out there to return kicks and stuff like that. I don't think it even is anymore, to be honest with you. I think it's probably a thing of the past. But... I mean, I I want them to be there. Like I, I they're do, gone. But it's just it's a, player it's, safety. But I, it's it's that. Well, first off, like the the moving the ball to the the thirty five yard line and kickoffs was just why do, why do it? What like Either keep it the same way or just get rid of it. Okay, so I don't need to see a kicker kick the ball out of the end zone. There's nothing like it is a waste of time. It is an absolute waste of time. You're waiting for a duff. In my opinion, get rid of kickers and punters. Oh, actually, keep the punters, get rid of the kickers. No, I'm, I'm here for field goals. I'm out. I know you are, but I'm, I'm so I'm, out. I'm all here for I can't goals. I can't have, you know, an X an X amount of guys who spend their whole offseasons training and, and then battling on a field for just 45 minutes, 60 minutes, and then and then just having it come down to a kick that the guy couldn't just miss. Relief pitchers. This is true too. But this is this is more grueling. You're talking about helmet to helmet contact every play on like freaking you know offensive defensive line. I think the the kicking like still leaves excitement out there. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of the kicking. Earmuffs, fuck you. That's the most ridiculous thing. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever fucking heard. I think the kick brings a great atmosphere, a great dynamic to football. Oh my god, I can't, dude. I'm gonna lose it. Good lord. Uh, How could you? You said that with a straight face. Too. I believe it. I mean, I, I no one it. could see us, but you, you said that with a straight face. I I support kickers and hunters in in the league. Do you know how many times on NFL Sunday I say I hate kickers? Like, yeah, majority of the time. You don't just say it on NFL Sunday. No, I, I yeah. majority of the time. You randomly text me. I hate kickers. <laughs> you really do. I don't like. I was them. like, what what kind of kickers? I can't stand kickers. Get a little kicky boy. <laughs> just just sitting there on the bench for like freaking 58 of the 60 minutes just to come out and kick extra it's, points. It's going to be real fun in like five years when you have guys that are kicking 70 yards. I got a great format for you, Connor. Here it is. Score a touchdown, you opt to take the one point, or you go for the two. No kicker involved. And then boom, you get the ball to 20. Totally eliminate kickers. I mean, like, I'd, I'd be fine with that. Would you? Because yeah. it brings a great dynamic to the game. I, 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 lo- I love I, I love kickers. I love, like, end of the game, long field goals. It's fun. But Okay. That that I could kind of get behind, but I'm not quite there. But I can yeah. get behind it because but, it, what brings that to my mind was Justin Tucker's kicking us a lion. That was pretty awesome. I was, I was, was just awesome. thinking of Justin Tucker the entire time I was talking about. But, yeah, but what, what is Justin Tucker doing if he can't kick a ball good? You know, he's probably being successful doing something else. <laughs> he's probably not being successful. That's the thing. Is like he gives more jobs out there he for like the American sm- youth. He seems like a smart dude. I feel yeah. like he would. Center for Kids Academy. I've met him before. Have you? He's a good guy. Yeah. Have you met him? Yeah, I met you met him Justin about, Tucker? I met him at a bar. You tell him how much he sucks? No. Little I was kick- actually like... Little kicky boy? I only said what's up. That's really all I said. Yeah, I mean... He was wearing what? a beanie. I was like, you don't really want to. Was he tall? No, not really. Was he like built? No. Does he look like a football player? No, he looks no, like right? a he looks cross like... country guy. Yeah, he looks like a freaking just make <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's, yeah. let's move on. Let's, let's move past. Yeah, no, let's move on because I'm gonna I'm gonna continue rubbing my face out of frustration. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, kickers bring a great dynamic to the game. Ah, 
All right. So anyway, uh, so that's Debo. I think he should stay where he is. Um, I think, like I said in our, our initial arguments, and I think you would agree with me here. Be careful what you wish for because teams like the Jets are lurking. And although I, I like what Joe Douglas is doing, um, actually, I sort of like what he's doing. I still look at their roster and see nothing. But, you know, that's just me. And the Chiefs were involved early, but I heard conflicting things that, you know, that they weren't interested. But I don't think he quite fits that offense. I think he's more of like a short route runner, and they want to bomb that ball out. Yeah. I don't know your feeling. I, I, I mean, like, I like the Jets. Uh, I like the Jets fit. Um, it's just, you know, I wouldn't give up what San Francisco is going to ask for for Debo. Like, I just, I, I would just. I wonder what they would ask. If I'm the Jets, I'd just draft Garrett Wilson. Okay, so let's say you're a team, right? What would you give up to get Debo Samuel? If I'm being realistic, like. And you can't say pass, because I'm going to say pass, but, like, you can't pass. No, no, I'm being realistic. Well, again, it depends on, you know, like, if a team is picking uh, a top 10 first-round pick, then no. But, like, if it's, like, a mid-to-late first first round pick, I'll be like, I'll give you a first and a third. So we'll play the Jets number. We'll play the Jets number. Jets obviously have a void for wide receiver. You need that young wide receiver for Zach Wilson to build up his confidence and be a successful quarterback going forward. So you're the Jets, right? What would you give up for Debo? First and a third, you said? Or does that change it up a little bit? Well, they have, they have two top ten picks, right? Or no. yeah, two they do because they two have four and ten. That's right. Okay, um, three, three and ten. I don't know something. Like, like I, I, I wouldn't give up that tenth pick, but like, let's just say I do. Like I'm saying, like let's just say I do. I'd be like, you'll get a first and a like that that tenth pick and like a fourth round. I'm totally with you. Yeah, I'm okay. like, like that's it. if you're getting that tenth pick, you're getting like a fourth, maybe even a fifth round. Yeah, because now you're like, telling me I got to pay the guy too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, you're not getting. You're not going to – and even that, like, I – I still, if I'm the Jets, I still do, I'd be like, look, you can have, like, two seconds, like, two-thirds. Like, yeah. And that's – I think that's – I'm San Francisco, like, sure. Like, why not? I would give up that freaking uh, – or close to it, that Tyreek Hill package that the Jets offered the Chiefs. Where it was like was it was, like, three seconds or two seconds or something like that. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But it was something like that. They did not – Engage in any first round picks. I think I think I would give that up. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you still keep your firsts, and then you know you get a second round pick on a proven wide receiver in the NFL. My whole thing is like, and I'm not saying I'm not saying any of these wide receivers in this draft are going to be Debo. I'm also not saying that they're not because I think some of them have higher ceilings. But like, I I, I think just take a chance on one of the receivers and like not give up any draft capital. I agree with you. I, I I really like a lot of these receivers, and I think that you can get the same. You know, if it's not the same production, at least right away. I mean, you're it, you're still going to help your team in a similar way that you would with Debo, because yeah. again, wide receiver is a dependent position. You're bringing in talent to help your young quarterback. Like yeah. so, in that case, it's. It's not like a, a veteran guy that has been through it where you know he can get deep with the ball. It's like Zach Wilson, who still very green, played a lot better, you know, in the, the last couple games of the year, but like he still has to get you the ball. So if anything, I would just no. draft a wide receiver and, you know, plug in your other holes. Start, I agree. start like Joe Douglas, like now it's time, you know, you had 
those two years where you're kind of building some he stuff He swung up. and missed a lot this offseason, though, which which sucks. I, I mean, like, I don't really think he had a, a terrible offseason. It's hard to get people to want to that, come that's to the, That's the thing. And, like, I was like, you know, overall, though, like, I feel like Joe Douglas has done a pretty good job. Um Build like he has building this team but up, he like has to, the offensive line. And look, he's got the draft capital right now. Yes. Um, and like you said, like he got his co- he got he got Robert Sala, like who was very coveted. Uh, I wanted him, yeah, everybody. He, he was, was uh, one of the top candidates, if yeah. not the top candidate. Yep. He got him, like, all right, so you're building up. No one was expecting much last year, they wanted glimpses of stuff where. You know, maybe you got a few of those towards the end, but hey, they now, beat the Bengals at home. Yeah, you know, so like that. This is the year where you start to make some strides. Obviously, you know, you're not going to be a playoff team, but you start making strides where next year it's like, okay, we know what we need to add, we know what we need to improve on, and we're going to make that push now. And I think you're going to see a lot of teams that are probably looking at all this wide receiver money going around, and we've seen these years past where you know, teams take these quarterbacks and it's like, well, we get a rookie quarterback contract for this X amount of years. Exactly. Now we get a rookie wide receiver contract for this amount of years. Yeah. So let's just do that. We don't got to pay Debo like yeah. 22, and 25 we'll, million. We'll, we'll look back on this in four or five years. Exactly. And, and, and we'll reevaluate. Do we exactly. got to do? And then if it doesn't work out, if we have other star, like other, you know, starting caliber players that are in the wide receiver, like, room that are going on right now hey we'll trade this guy for a Tyree kill package exactly and then we'll move on with it exactly but someone's gonna bite on it like miami yeah but you don't do that until you're at that next level at that next step they're not there yet plus you also got the cap going up every year you got a tv deal coming that's going to completely just accelerate the cap that much more so who knows where this league's going to be at in a couple years honestly so this is one year like what post-covid you know that we saw the cap go up so it's only going to go up from here, yeah. and it's it's going to just accelerate through the roof yeah. in the coming but, years. But most importantly, you reevaluate when you're ready. You don't try to like speed up the process and jump too soon. You don't want to wait till too long. Right. Evaluate when it's time. I think that this year is a big year for the Jets, where they're going to see like, okay, like is Zach Wilson like. Is he the guy? Not not that this is a make or break year for Zach Wilson, but, no. you're, but you need to see, you know, a, a decent amount of improvement, and then you're going to figure out, okay, where are other holes? What do we need to get better at? And then next draft, everywhere, free agency, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, and they, I mean, they have some good pieces. Like they have the defensive side of the ball, they definitely need to work on. But they have a lot of guys that got injured last year that are coming back. Carl Lawson. They got Uzuma. Uh, from uh, Cincinnati, he played tight end, which uh, is yeah, awesome. Right you know, now. he's still coming off an injury, but C. hey, Mosley coming yeah. back. Yeah, CJ Mosley. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. well, it's yeah. really Corey Davis is a decent wide well, receiver. Well, like you know? Elijah Moore. Oh, Elijah. Oh, you know what? I keep forgetting. Yeah. That's my bad. I keep yeah. forgetting about Elijah Moore too. They're like, gonna draft a wide receiver at some point in this draft, if not yeah. first. But um, you could get it. Actually, I think they should. Maybe they could wait till the second. And pick I, think, up a, I think they could pick yeah. up a Dawson from I Penn think they State. Very well, good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like their offensive line isn't really that bad. They got some good pieces there as long as Beckton can stay healthy. But Elijah Vera Tucker was very good. I need this year. guy to stop eating at fast food restaurants. Yeah. He needs to maintain his weight. Seriously. Like, and yeah. yeah, and just just stay in shape. That's, yeah. that's what I need you to do. Because yeah. if you if he does, I think he'd be like the next like Jason Peters. He looks like him. Yeah. yeah. I think he could be the next Jason Peters if he does stay healthy and just you know stays in that football shape. Yeah. So, 
with that said, that's about around the league kind of stuff. Um, before we get into our mock draft, which is going to be a separate kind of episode that we're going to have going on here, let's talk about prospects um, just a little bit more and that we see like some hype that, you know, we see guys going earlier than they should have, or we see some guys dropping due to some character issues. Um, and guys that we, that we like on draft night, Connor, the Giants draft, and you're happy with. And guys that, you know, the Eagles draft on draft night, and I'm happy with, or unhappy, whatever you want to do. Yeah. I mean, the unhappy is more, it's, it's worth well, talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was like, for me, it's really just unhappy because there's a lot of guys I'd be happy with. And yes, me too. But there's also very few I'd be unhappy with because I just don't see, like, anybody in the range that the Giants are picking, given that they stay there, that they would reach on where it's like, what the hell? Yeah, like, right. Like, for example, like, at seven, like, if they picked Devin Lloyd, I'd be like, okay, like, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, not my first pick, but, like, that's not a pick that I'm mad at. Like, I, I think Devin Lloyd is a very dynamic player. I think he has a lot of intangibles. He's not your traditional – Run stopping linebacker, he can drop into coverage, he can rush the passer. Like, so I think he's someone, awesome. I like, think he's great. I think he's unbelievable. I think he's this year's like Michael Parsons. Not he's not at the level of Michael Parsons, but he's like, I think, like a step below. Yeah, I think he's like the most NFL ready out of all of the mm-hmm. linebackers. Um, with Nicobe Dean probably like next in line from him. Yeah, I have them at the same like level. I like Lloyd a little bit more than I like Dean. Um, but I have Dean at like the same, the same tier. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, it all depends what your preference of linebacker is. Yeah. I think Lloyd is more of that, like, kind of like old school type of like linebacker side, which is like, I think he's about like 6'2", 6'3". He's about like 240, like something like that, which, you know, you can do a lot with that. I mean, he can, you know, coverage and pass and he can also rush the passer and he can also run defense too as well. Mm-hmm. So I think he's a nice plug and play kind of linebacker. Uh, Nakobe Dean, um, it depends like what he transitions into in the NFL. I guess his size with like, you know, I think he's about six foot, 225-ish, something like that, somewhere around that. Um, I don't know his weight too much. I think it's I think it's a little on the lighter side, to be honest with you. But A little bit, but yeah. he, he's got the body that he can, he can build upon. Gotcha, gotcha. So Giants pick at five, Connor. Uh, wait, oh, actually, before I get into that, um, Thibodeau. He's dropping on a lot of boards and a lot of mock drafts, and so because of his character issues. Um, do you buy into that too much? Do you still see him going top ten? Do you see him going outside the top ten? So, well, let me first say, like, because character issues gets thrown around. It does, like a little loosely. Could it be um, a team like trying to bring his value down so they get him at a premium spot? Well, it could be, but um, my thing with him is like what everyone said is like he doesn't have like you know character issues in the way that like some other players like uh Orlando McLean, um Alden Smith, like guys like that, like where it's like, oh, this this is like concerning. What his big thing was, like a lot of people are like, is he, you know, he's more of a a me guy than a team guy. That's what some people were like, oh, is that what he's about? But then like, you know, the Jets had uh there was some uh some report like the Jets had a really good interview with him. Uh, I, yeah, and, you told me that. And, and somebody was saying that, like, no, like they alleviated all of his concerns. Where like he was very like upfront in the interview, saying that like 
you know, like, look, I'm, I'm a team guy. Like I want what's best for the team. Like I want to help, like, you know, I want to win Super Bowls, like stuff like that. And if that's really the only, like, I feel like they're blowing this out of proportion. Like I really, feel, I feel bad for this kid because like, I'm not saying that there, there's nothing like, you know, nothing there. Like maybe says something where you're like, hmm, that's a little bit different than all these other guys where like, you might like look at it, but I, I really do think everyone's blown out of proportion. Um, I agree with you. I think he's a can't miss prospect. Yeah. To be honest with you, um, I I kind of, you know what? I will say it. I think he's my number one pass rusher. Yeah. I, well, I I think that he has the highest ceiling in the draft. Yes. Like I really do. And up and, until what? Um, maybe like. Uh, beginning of December, mid December, where Hutchinson just went off, he yeah, was probably he going. Was, he was one. one, yeah. yeah. But again, I, it, he's in a weird state right now because he was falling for the last couple weeks. But then, like this week, I've seen him. I've seen him go in a lot of mocks. I've seen him going one. I've seen him going two. Like I've seen teams like kind of back on the board. I don't think Dan Campbell is a big fan of his. I saw something that was like. Um, I saw that too. Yeah. I forget what he I said exactly. What it, was. it wasn't like it was kind of like tongue in cheek. Like it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't so direct, but it was also like uh, like I don't think the Lions are going to go anywhere. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I didn't get that vibe either. I forget exactly yeah. what he said, but I'm in I'm in the same uh, camp as you, where uh, Campbell said it but didn't say it at the same time. Where you know he said Thibodeau's not his type of guy. Yeah, which which is which is fine because you pick a two and you know. Thibodeau's probably going to drop a little more than that. Exactly, but I also I I don't understand like how he's dropping this far. And one team's going to be very very lucky. Now he could obviously go one, he could go two, he could go three, four, whatever. But once he gets, I feel like he's like that that player that like once he gets past like three or four, you're like he can go at any time. Yeah, anytime he can definitely. Yeah, yeah, and then he's just not going to, and you're going to wonder why. Yeah. And I, then I he's going to fall to 10, and some team's probably going to trade up and get him. And I don't know. that, that That's kind of where I, where I see it going. Yeah. But, um, okay, so a week before the draft, you got, you know, uh, the whole chatter. At number one overall, Trayvon Walker. We had a whole discussion about it last week. Do you still see Trayvon Walker going number one overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars? I don't. Okay. I I – I mean, you're smirking. Well, here's the thing: is like after all the chatter, like if they do it, I won't be shocked. But I think it's just one of those like trying to put some like feeling. Because here's here's the thing too with Jacksonville is Jacksonville doesn't need to pick one overall. They don't. They're obviously not trading like back like a billion spots, and especially in a weak quarterback class, nobody cares to that much to trade a king's ransom number one but they don't need to pick number one actually a lot of these teams don't need to but at the same time they know like teams that might need a pass rusher know that one of these guys is going to be gone first couple picks and they might really need their guy over another team so i don't know maybe they're just like putting some stuff out there but i I can't see them going Trayvon Walker. I just can't. Like you know, I can. Uh, I still today. I still see him going one overall. I, I, like I said, I won't be surprised. My thing is like, if you're a team like Jacksonville, you're picking one overall, and you need to 
you need to get some this is twice in a row you're picking one overall. You just picked Trevor Lawrence, who is, you know, the most heralded quarterback prospect since Peyton, maybe Andrew Luck, but we'll just throw Peyton, you know, for the sake of it, because that's pretty much what he was. Everyone's been talking about him since middle school. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know Trayvon Walker has a high ceiling and he's got all the potential in the world, but you can't, like, Aiden Hutchinson is a can't miss pro- like, prospect. Like, will Thibodeau and Walker have better careers than him? Maybe. Maybe they will. Maybe. But Hutchinson definitely, without question, has the highest floor out of all of them. And his floor is still, like, a very, very good football player. I think he's a guaranteed, like, as you said – um, to me, off air and both on air, perennial Pro Bowl. Yeah, he's a um, double digit sack guy. Yes, like, every year, and could be an All Pro type yeah, of guy exactly. too as well. Exactly. So, I I don't know, man. I still think they're gonna take, they're gonna gamble, they're gonna roll the dice. They could, and they're gonna go Trayvon they Walker could. number they could. one. I just feel like the position they're in, they can't. But like, they why? Can't. That's what I'm saying. And this they is can't. why they should have got rid of Trent Balky. He is, you know, well, well, they're, they're all they're all bringing up the whole like Alden Smith thing. Yeah, right. Where he picked Alden Smith over Cam Jordan and uh, uh, who was the other? But how'd that work out? It didn't. It I, didn't. I that's though. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's it what didn't. I'm saying. He's because terrible. Alden Smith had a character issue. He yeah. ended up going to jail. He was gone from the team for X amount of years. Yeah. Cam Jordan is still there in New Orleans, and he's a still pretty, he's still playing. He's so. a pretty good fucking and, and, player. And, and, you know? on. and there was somebody else. It was Cam Jordan and somebody else. What the year other was it? Was better than Cam Jordan. What year was it? Uh, it had to be like 2013, 2012, maybe. Hold on, I want to say. 2012 NFL draft. You look up 13, I'll look up 12, or unless you're on a rate of 12. 2011. Okay. Of course, my computer doesn't want to load it this time. Um, Let's see. I'm about to go to the phones. Okay, Von Miller was in that draft, but he was was he? He was second overall. Okay, but but Von Miller was like a can't miss type of dude. Yeah, but but he didn't he didn't pick Alden Smith over Von Miller. But uh, who was it? Oh, it's gonna bother me, man. Because oh, JJ Watt. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, and, it, was, it was JJ. But why are people making that an argument point? You still lost. Well, no, <laughs> no, but that, that's. The, I know that's saying, the point you're making. They, but. they, they. Well, I'm not making that point. No, yeah. I'm saying he. I'm saying he will do that because he's shown to do it. I don't agree with it. Oh, yeah, 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 I yeah. thought you meant like it's like this big point that everyone's making that like. Oh, he made this like tremendous no, pick. Oh no, 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 no! Yeah. People were just pointing out that like he's not afraid to pick like the unconventional, but because even with like, so it was Watt, and then because um, uh, what's his face, uh, Cam Jordan went like twenty, he went twenty four, but even then, like, and you had like still like Ryan Kerrigan, Robert Quinn that also went before, which I mean, like I can understand taking Alden Smith before them. But yeah, I can do. Uh, yeah, I can but, but even that, even but even that, you sit here today and you Kerrigan. look back on it. I rather have Kerrigan. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and like, again, there were like legit character issues with Alex Smith. But at the same time, like, it's not that like, like sometimes you see like guys like in hindsight, they're like, oh, like why would this guy go behind here? But like at the time, JJ Watt 
and Cam Jordan were both like legit got like they yeah. like in all the mocks back then they were higher than Alden Smith like uh, like JJ fell a couple spots I mean this was like this was one of those weird drafts where like um, it was like good but also like. Because I remember, like, it was the Jake Locker draft. Like, oh, everyone was high on him. God. Blaine Gabbert draft. Oh. Everyone was high on him. Like, Christian Ponder. That was it. Like, you had Cam Newton one overall. You had Jake Locker eight overall. Blaine Gabbert tenth overall. Christian Ponder twelfth overall. Does this remind you of any drafts? I was about to say, it reminds you of today's draft. It's this year's draft. It's this year's draft. Yeah, 100%, dude. Yeah. Um, but, like. I think. Oh, God. Now that has me second guessing. I'm not high on anyone besides Malik Willis. I love Malik Willis, but I don't even love him. Like, I do. I, I like him. I'm I, sold I, on I him. I like him. I'm I'm not sold on him to be like a plug and play starter from day one. However, I am. He has things that you love. Yes, he like, does. He has I, the arm strength. He has the mobility. I mean, I think he's a tremendous like person to have in the locker room. I, I and I, I think agree. he could be a tremendous leader for uh, for for men. I agree and I'm rooting for him, but at the same time, like I'm if I'm looking at like I'll just say the past two draft classes, he's behind all of them. Yes. And he's the top guy in this one. He's behind all of them in two draft okay. classes. So let me let me throw an exercise at you. So this is this is actually probably more than two draft classes. When did Josh Allen come out? Four years ago. Four years ago? Yeah. Okay. So they're going in there. Well, so they're going into there. He's going into his fifth year, and Daniel Jones went the draft after that. Okay. He's going into that was the same year Sam Darnold came out, right? Was like Josh, Josh Allen's Allen draft. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's say there's three quarterbacks available for you to pick at, and you really need a quarterback to like build your future on. You have Baker Mayfield. You got Sam Darnold and you got Malik Willis. Who are you taking? And I'm taking this like based off of college. Yes. Uh, for me, it would be. Well, it's it's tough. Well, well it's okay, tough. let's do Baker and Malik Willis because you hated Sam Darnold. Yeah, and like, I I, I, <laughs> yeah. I would have taken Baker. Like, wow. I would have. Okay. Well, the thing is, back then I said Baker should have gone number one. My whole thing really? is, really, yeah. Okay. I, I I I I thought Baker was the best quarterback in that class. I was out on Baker, man. Yeah. I thought Baker was the best. I was also big on Josh Rosen. I was but, wrong. I thought I thought Darnold was one and, like, Josh Allen was two. I didn't like and, Darnold, but I also was not sold on Josh Allen. But, again, Josh Allen flipped the script for me because Josh Allen gave me hope that guys that have a big arm, mobility, like all you the know things what it was can work on certain things like accuracy right. with coaching because that really didn't happen before. Exactly, because the big knock on him was the accuracy issues. I was like, that can be taught. That's placement and, and like just mechanics. Well, my whole thing is with that. for years was it was that can be taught, and for some reason it never was with no. any, anybody. You're not dealing with NFL coaches. No, no, no. I'm saying like there like a lot of these quarterbacks, like, you know, in past drafts where it's like he has accuracy issues, like, a lot of times that doesn't get correct to the next level. But, again, they're not – you know, they don't have the arm and the legs that, like, Malik Willis does where it's – And, same and they don't have a Brian Dable. Same, yeah, too. Like, right situation, right? Yes. That's what I'm saying. That so means more to me than anything. Josh am. Allen kind of, like, flipped the script for me where I was like, you know what? Now, like, you can look at these prospects like Malik Willis and you can be like – there's a lot of good. There's a lot of things that we need to clean up, but the things that we can clean up 
we both like a team that's going to draft him. They have to think like Buffalo to be like, we can fix those. It might not be one year, might not be two years, but we can get those. And that gives me faith where like, I agree. That's the thing. It's like, you know, how, how are you looking at it? It's, it's easier to just say like, we should take Baker or Malik Willis. And I'm just looking at like college here. Um, but it's also fit. Like, what is the team's structure? Like, is the team like, you know, a team that can like, if they have the right draft capital and, and cap space, can they build a team that can compete, you know, quickly? Or is it a team that's in a full rebuild? If the team is in a full rebuild, I'll go Malik. I'll yes. be like, why not? But if it's a team like where it's like they have the resources to kind of build a team, like I, I'm just saying at the time, like when Baker was drafted, I would pick Baker. Because I'm trying not to use hindsight here. I'm trying to think like Baker had a lot of intent. I mean, he still has those intangibles. His whole thing, I think, is a mental I think decision his, making. I think with the whole the couple years in Cleveland, I think he took a step back. And I Definitely. think once the Cleveland traded for Deshaun Watson, I think that hurt his spirit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, 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 but I think like in Cleveland, like. I think a lot. It's of gonna be hard for him to come by. His yeah. issues were decision making. I think he can. Like I really do. I, I think Baker can come back from this if he ends up in the right situation. Now, how you know, when he comes back from it, what is he? Is he like you know the twelfth best quarterback, the fifteenth best quarterback, whatever it may be? I don't know. But can he still be a decent quarterback in this league? I think he can. If you're telling me on gut feeling. I think he's at best the twentieth best quarterback. I would say now, for sure. No, like yeah. at his ceiling. At his now. ceiling. I mean, and like you could say I'm wrong because I know you are. Because I like. Well, and, no, and that's I'm, fine. Not, I'm not. I'm not necessarily fine. disagreeing with that. Yeah. Because again, you know, there's a lot of great quarterbacks. In the of league. course, like, that's is. the whole thing. It's like yeah. you know, twenty might not even be like an insult. But yeah. You just, like twenty still might be pretty good. Like, but you're not decent. making the playoffs and you're not going to be a competitor for a Super Bowl yeah. unless your GM is fantastic. But put it this way. I if I'm which the report came out today that if like Pittsburgh said if they cut him, they're signing him within seconds. I take him over Mitch any day. I disagree. Any day. I disagree. What dude. has Mitch shown you? Like Baker's gotten to the like Baker's actually Played well and given you like numbers for Mitch hasn't done anything. Mitch won the playoffs. Yeah, but he won the division over over the Packers. Did, did he? Yes. Did, did he win the division? Yes. Did he win the division? He's the quarterback of that team. I'm pretty sure that defense won the division. Okay, but he still was part of the team and he still had a great year that year. A great year? Yes. He had a. Great Don't year? overanalyze the words. You know what I mean? That he had a good. Like, okay, fine. Let me rephrase. He had a good year. If we want to go over his stats? Fine, let's do it. 2017. Okay, it's 18, that was his, actually. That was, I know, I'm saying that was his rookie year. We won't even need to count that because that's terrible. Yes. 2018, 66.6 completion rating, 3,200 yards, Okay. 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Okay. Yeah, that's his best year, and he threw okay, 3,200 yards. Okay. Well, let's go over his other years. 2019, 63% completion, 3,100 yards, 17 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. And then 2020, 2,000 yards, 16 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Okay, now let's look at Baker's best year. Because I'm sure it's probably it's around better. that 24 it's touchdowns. Be- it's, it's, like... it's, 20, it's 27. He broke the rookie record. Oh, yeah, 27 and 14. Yeah, 27 and 14. Okay. So that's right around the same. He has 500 more yards. 
Okay. Every year. Yeah, but that's around the same like touchdown interception ratio. Yeah, I would, I would say so. I mean, yeah. I'm still taking him over Mitch for right. sure. I'm out. He can do more than Mitch can. He can throw the ball. He, he has a bigger arm than Mitch does. Mitch can't throw it more than 15 yards. His completion percentage is awful. It is. It, it's 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 not great, but he's also throwing His the ball. His quarterback rating is awful. He's also throwing the ball downfield. Mitch is throwing the ball 10 yards. I would still take Mitch. Yeah, not not a chance in hell. Yeah, I think he's I think Mitch is like I think bottom, he's a, I think Mitch is like bottom five quarterback. Not not in Pittsburgh this year. We'll see. Yeah, we will. We'll see. We will. I I hate Mitch Trubisky. I know you, I know you do. I <laughs> Actually, I take that back. I like Mitch Trubisky the person. I I I I I like Really? You have a drink with him at the bar? No, I, from like <laughs> bar stool and stuff. Like, yeah, I, right. I like the videos with him as a person. Yeah. I think he's a horrible <laughs> horrible. I think Baker's a horrible quarterback. I mean, they're both not good. Yeah. So, it's kind of like... This is fun. This is a fun exercise. I like this. I like this a lot. So, hey, what, does it, what does it tell you, though, saying the Pittsburgh would sign him tomorrow after just signing? Well, first of all, that's just that's just words. I don't believe it till I see it. Okay. And it's not going to happen. Because so I don't think they're going to... Well, like, I, I don't know. What's they're not going to bring that quarterback controversy to the room when they just signed Mr. Biscuit. They're not going to do it. They're not. Is Mr. Biscuit like this this quarterback? What do you mean? He just went to – he lost his job in Chicago and then went to Buffalo to be a backup. Like, he's not – He's a backup quarterback. There's, uh, I'm telling you right now, if, if – uh, <laughs> What controversy is going to be like, if, oh, you're a backup quarterback, we bring in another quarterback. You if Baker Mayfield was available tomorrow – Pittsburgh would not sign him. I, I think, think. I think they would. I, I think they would. God. I, I absolutely think they would. Are, are, are they really? Are, are, how how much better are they with Mitch? I think they're pretty good with Mitch. What's pretty good? Eh, probably on the same same record they had this year. Okay. <laughs> Nine and eight. <laughs> I, I, there's you can't tell me they're gonna. Have you know a what? Record. I can see them having ten and seven. I'll, I'll put some some Kate Mays on that. That's what we'll do. We'll do like a Skip and Shannon thing with the Mountain Dews. I'll put a, I'll put a case of Kate Mays that I, I'll, I'll do you one better. Okay, good. Like you feel confident. I'm saying they have a losing record. Losing record. A losing record. You're out of your mind. That defense is too good to have a losing record. They're playing in the division with the Ravens. The Browns now. Oh, how the Ravens do last year? And the Bank. You don't think the Ravens are going to be better than the the Steelers? Hey, I don't know. Man. I don't know. The Ravens lost half their team last year. I don't know, man. Did they not lose half their team? They did lose half. Their team. Yeah. yeah. I think they'd be better than the Browns. I don't. know. I mean, depending on how many games Deshaun misses, he's going to miss know. at least at least six or eight, something like that. We'll see. I still think you know. Which is not going to be suspended. He's going to be suspended for something. I, I, you can't I not suspend him. I, I, who, it's the NFL. Who knows? Yeah, they're, they're the wrong people. They don't seem to care about system. stuff like that. This is true. Unless they smoke weed. Yeah. And then, exactly. uh, of course, they're they're exactly. done yeah, They're yeah. done for the year. Yeah. But they're not. Or if they've been on sports. The Bengals are going <laughs> to smoke them. They're going to smoke them. Um, I wouldn't be too sure. Yeah. Those defense. Honestly, I want a limb. Bengals are not making the playoffs next year. I, I'll take you up on that too. I'll have another another case at. Let's go. Let's do another it. So Steelers, Steelers losing record. Okay. And 
Well, all right. Here's the other thing. Okay. It's it's also it can't be. They can't have a, a neutral record. Do you want? If okay. there's another bullshit tie, then it's a wash. Oh, 100. Yeah. percent I okay. agree with you. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not. I'm not yeah. No, I don't even. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about it after yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. But losing record, and I have the Bengals making the playoffs. You have them not. Okay. Okay. I agree. I'll okay. take on that. All right. All right. Fair enough. We just shook. We shook. All right. So now that we got completely off topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with that said, let's move on to some. Um, just a little, little touch up on like some other prospects we see like moving around a little bit. So Connor, with that said, we're gonna get, we're not gonna get into some more prospects. We're gonna end it here. Actually, just our recap of the week and a little touch up on a little draft news and stuff like that. But I think it's best that we just you know end this pod here. We move on to next week and actually we'll start up another pod in a second and we're gonna go with our mock draft. What do you think? I, I love it. All right, awesome. All right, guys. So with that said, I hope you enjoyed uh, this listen on this pod and. Uh, like we always do, how we always send off. Peace. Peace.